The Layla Show. Beyond the new to The Layla Show, a culture cast where the power of conversation knows no bounds. Join us as we embark on thought-provoking conversations that explore the ever-evolving trends, untold histories, diverse cultures, and profound questions of existence. With your host, me, Layla Ziari. So welcome back to another week of The Layla Show. This week, we have guest Alessandra Veronesi? Veronesi? Yes, Veronesi, correct. Veronesi, okay, perfect. I didn't want to mess that up. So she is an inspirational life strategist, business coach, and author of the book, A New Banana, Unpeel Yourself and Elevate Your Relationships. Through this project, she aims to help people improve their relationships with themselves, others, and the world, find joy in their daily lives, and stay connected to their authentic self. Which is awesome, because we all need a little bit of that. So welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. I'm very grateful to have this conversation. Yes, I'm very grateful to have you here. And, like, I'm excited for you about your book, because I feel like, I mean, relationships are the fundamentals of everything we have in our life. We have nothing without our relationship to ourselves being balanced and then, therefore, having healthy relationships with others. So tell us a bit about, like, your book and everything just everything tell us what sure. you're doing here. of course of course um well you said it so more and more even now that the book's been published and you know I've been continuing with um planning a new business and just living the real the real world again um it really the more I live my life the more it always comes back to our relationship with ourselves and our definition of what it should look like and our definition of what it feels like to be authentic and how we connect and what spirituality means for us. Um, And so basically when I wrote the book, uh, it was COVID. And so I finally was in a state of uh, isolation as well as no more stimuli from typical stimuli from the workplace. And um, I was terrified because for the first time in possibly my entire adult life, I didn't have anything externally to focus on and I had to focus on myself. And what I found um, was that I had no relationship with myself. I, I didn't even know, you know, I, I was just completely uncomfortable because I was traveling all over the place for work, distracting myself with, right. you know, experiences and friends and relationships. So, um, and relationships are wonderful and amazing when we branch off into groups and things like this. But if we don't, have a positive one with ourselves, we're really just filling voids that are temporary. Exactly, which is very toxic to ourselves in the long run because we call in, like, things that are missing, which is like, eh, then you're, like, feeding pieces of yourself that really need to find anyway, right? Yeah, and it's, again, it's temporary. And if you base, um, if you base your own ideas off of what's happening around you, and you're constantly checking in with the external world to understand who you are, even if it's subconsciously, um, essentially you're telling yourself that you have no control right. um, because it's dependent on what's taking place around. Right. And so what that might look like is if you don't get a job that you wanted or if you do really badly at an interview or you know any type of situation that you didn't perform at your best, you're going to go and feel 10 times worse about it right. and, you know, and, and blame yourself even more. And so uh, I was definitely in that space, which 
in an unhealthy way was driving my ambition and my career progression, like for many people. Um, and so, you know, it was just a, it was a beautiful blessing to be able to stop all of that, you know, um, needless competition with, you know, these external influences and just really look within and find that connection inside. And, you know, when we heal our inner world, the outer world surrenders. And it's a constant, it's a constant going home and returning to that. Right. Yeah. That's a constant because, struggle you know, throughout you can, your yeah, whole life. Well, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. But at least it's an aware one. You know, it can, life doesn't get, you know, it's not, some of it is roses and rainbows and butterflies, of course. And we love those moments. Right. But they're not all the time. <laughs> but it's not all the time. And um having at least an anchoring feeling of what it means to be connected to yourself and to have that, um, that strength inside, I think is what you need in life. And I heard a quote the other day, this woman was defining happiness and I had never heard it defined this way, but I really liked it. And it's that she was saying, um, happiness is knowing that you can get yourself into that state, no matter what happens around you. So, again, it's about you. It's about that confidence because over time when you have that relationship with yourself and you see yourself overcoming things and you become a team with your higher self or whatever you want to call it, your soul or, you know, things like that, um, that's where the real strength comes from. It also comes from getting through tough situations. And those tough situations are, you know, are there for, for you ultimately right. to learn from. Right. Definitely. Every hard thing has so many lessons within it. And yeah, it's like very important, of course, to come to that understanding. So you don't be like, oh, the universe is against me 10 out of 10 times of the day. No, it's exactly. all there to help you grow, you know, and evolve. And it's just a projection of where we're at, which is frightening <laughs> sometimes because it's like, oh, you really you are in charge. You do have control, truly. But absolutely. And, you know, it's it's a it's a snapshot view and the thing with energy because of course all energy right like it's you know it's, it's so much more about alignment than it is mm -hmm. about timing sometimes like right. you know we can have a really busy day and do nothing and we can have a day where we seemingly do nothing and so much gets accomplished on an energetic level like exactly. people call us back or we get information or things suddenly flow together um and so the, the cool thing about energy and learning lessons I've found is that as soon as you understand what it is that you were meant to learn from a particular situation, that's when the energy shifts. And that's when you have so suddenly you neutralize whatever um, painful lesson has been repeating itself or is currently under acute focus for you in your right. life. And so it's really important. I mean, I was just telling you right now, my computer has completely died last night. I accidentally poured water on it. Um, I'm working on an audio book. All my files are on there. Oh it was kind of a moment of panic, but I was actually pretty resigned yesterday because, uh, you know, the only thing I could control was my own reaction. Today I found out, fingers crossed, they're still being transferred. The files, yes. <laughs> the files can I'm be putting saved. putting out all the good energy for <laughs> that. That was so much energy. Um, but I look forward to being able to pull out this audiobook. And what it did for me was it gave me this renewed sense of gratitude 
for what I do because for a while now I was going to my computer like, okay, here we go. I need to be productive. What can I do? How can I figure out like this algorithm or that content or like this particular business plan or who do I need to contact? And I was, I lost my sense of gratitude along the way Mm -hmm. and it turned into almost, um, like, like a little bit of, like, how shall I say, not, not shame, but like, um, not a great energy, kind of like, I wish I was somewhere else and I'm not just there yet. Therefore, everything I'm doing is just catching up instead of enjoying these moments. Right. And something I'm working on really hard in my life at this very particular moment, because we do get in those states. I mean, no matter what your job is, even if it's like your passion project of your life, like, just sometimes you're just like, ugh how do I do this? There's so much like it's an inner well, game. It it's is an inner game. And it's so many reasons. what you're doing, it's there. Right? <laughs> and there can be so many reasons for why you're feeling stagnant in a particular mm-hmm. period of time. And sometimes it's actually very beneficial to, to take that as a hint and step away and, right. you know, not pour water on your computer, maybe not get to those <laughs> extremes, but at least recognize, you know, is this a regressive regression from the mean if I'm plugging in today or would it be more you know helpful for me to step out and go into nature and you know just give myself that moment that I need so yes very important to recognize that before you pour water on your computer but like you I mean I don't know if you're always like this I usually have to have the water spilled on my computer to stop because I treat myself like a machine a lot of the time and mm. I know that's not good but especially when I'm in transitional periods in my life I'm like I don't like that and I know you just need to surrender to that but I know a lot of people feel that way they're like I just want to work push so hard at whatever it is but you're not supposed to push that's actually like against the laws of the universe it but, is yeah but it's but but like that who, goes against like the human yeah <laughs> we we know all these things inherently Right. But, you know, it's it's another thing to put them into action. And to your point, I, I, I can't tell because every day I, I feel like I learn a pretty heavy lesson, but I, it's not the first time right. that I've received a lesson in this way from the nope. universe. So for sure, it's um, I understand you know, that. My, my team of angels is like, we're going to have to do this so that she yeah. gets it. My angels are like, we have to smack her around. She just doesn't listen. She's stubborn. <laughs> like yeah. She just wants to get it done. <laughs> Um, but so what I do is I, you know, I've, I've developed a really good relationship with napping. And mm-hmm. so that, that, you know, well, you're, you're not conscious. So, I mean, you're not conscious on this plane. So that right, really exactly. forces, forces the, you know, the reboot to take place. Yeah, so. I think naps are great. I mean, I can say, like I was telling you, I lived in France for the last year and a half and my relationships with naps we're killer in Europe because like the world operated on that frequency. It was like, okay, lunch is over. Go. You don't, everything closes. Like we're not even open. Like, go, like literally go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> of true. Course, like being, I got back from Italy and the end of July. And now like I have to reestablish my relationships with naps here. Cause like even it's just weird. Like wherever you are, like, you know, we are in control of course, but it's like now I'm operating in the American like, cycle and it's like oh my fucking god these people are nuts these people are nuts they don't stop they don't nap they just keep going it's it's insufferable yeah. <laughs> it's very different in the states and I, I i know what you mean after i i live there i spent 15 years of my career working in a you know u.s corporate environment <laughs> and um 
I think that contributed to a lot of the disconnection that I felt from myself, which ultimately um, got some pretty deep healing when I started to meditate and and put the book together and and when every all the insights started coming through when I finally uh, stopped running like a energizer bunny basically right um, we're or not. thinking that if I wasn't I was failing right so Fair. yeah so how is it back in the states other than you know feeling all of this like overwhelm <laughs> um, I feel like I blew up my entire life I feel like it's the most stressful situation I've ever been in um let's be positive about it though I'm glad I have a family who is supporting yeah. me on this part of the journey I am lucky but I'm in existential panic mode perpetually, I won't lie. Although, like, right now I'm working on all my passion projects. I have you here on this show. Like, we're talking with people. We're doing everything I, like, wanted to do for all these years. But, no, I'm in existential dread about being here because I just, like, I see this life around me here that, like, doesn't align with, like, any of my core values. And mm. it just feels like a money game and, like, a senseless push to get somewhere all the time. And... I already don't know where I want to go. So like being around that energy is, um, it's a really hard thing to navigate at the moment, but well, I understand. Yeah. This was, I I know what you mean in different levels. I felt the exact same way in the States. Unfortunately, sometimes it's like where you live might not be home. It's your house, but it might not be home to you. Um, That's why it's important to establish that like home within yourself. But even so it's like, you can have that, but we are, we're like, we're not fragile. I mean, we're strong beings, but you know, we are affected by all the energetic vibrations around us at all times, whether or not we want to say like, I can push, well, you can, you can meditate and go reset your energy. But like, we are like bombarded by our external forces. And though they're not everything like law of attraction, manifest your energy, ignore everything and just get to the place you want to be at in your own energy. It's very hard when you're living like around energies that just like don't resonate with you at all. I I, I feel like I, I know exactly what you mean, and um, I had a recently an experience where that happened with me in my house, and I think it's an opportunity to expand your heart. Like it's really an opportunity because you have nothing else but to hold on to, but to love. And I remember when this was happening. Um, there was a day where I felt the energy so strong that I started smoking out my house with like some Palo Santo. Oh yeah. And I was holding on to, I felt like I was crazy. I was holding on to a crystal in one hand and I had a white feather I had found like representing an angel. And I was looking at the sky crying, praying for love, just praying for love to come and just just a blanket of love on the house around me and within me and just like infusing all over it's difficult it's it's but it's also growth and um and you're wearing all your feelings you're you're letting them go as they come so it's all in the present so like this this type of vulnerability is really strong and um you know being able to say everything out loud and not, you know, and also not to put it on the out. Like I understand because I went through it and sometimes energy that is introduced does trigger us in ways that are much stronger, but it's triggering you. So there's a reason it's also triggering. Um, 
And so, you know, I, I'm sure that, um, if you keep living it this way with honesty, that the, the answer will present itself very shortly for you. I'm ready for that damn answer. Thank you, Mercury, for going home. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mercury. Yeah, exactly. We've just had like a really like catastrophic, like planetary. Energetic. Yeah, planetary. It was a planetary mess for a while there. Like, oh my goodness. And I keep telling people that, like, you know, normal, normal, I don't want to say normal people, but <laughs> people who don't follow, because they're like, you know, this summer's been really rough. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, planetarily speaking, it's yeah, been, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, there's an explanation for that as well. You know, we shouldn't be so surprised. Right. Um, it's been difficult. I, I really felt it too. The, the, the Venus retrograde was actually oh, was a lot worse awesome. than I expected. Yeah. I thought that would be, like, cause I'm a Taurus. I don't know what's your astrological sign, but. I'm a Sagittarius. Okay, so, like, yeah, I'm ruled by Venus, so usually, like, things oh, with wow. Venus, I'm like, okay, you know, it's usually, like, not as bad, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, because you already have it in you. Right, but this was just rough. Like, it was just, like, ooh, I, I don't know, but it's all about relationships with, like, what, what you're doing, relationships with self, blah, 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 you know. But I made a hot mess of my relationship with myself for the first time in years when I, you know, and it's just it's just a testament to everything you're doing, too. It's, like... It doesn't matter, like, when you get to that place, you can always get back into, like, a place you, like, you know, you, you're not working corporate now, but you can still push yourself so hard, you have to spill something on your laptop to stop. So it's like, yeah, that's we, true. We can always go back. Yeah, and by the way, thank you for simplifying that. And that, that was, like, the insightful, simple comment that embodied the whole experience for me. So thank you. You're welcome. Working so hard that you have to spill water on your laptop to get the point. Yeah, pretty this much. This is true. Yeah, this that's is true. Or maybe working inefficiently, I would say. Um, right. You know, just trying to force something when it's not the time for it. When a different shift needs to happen before the operational component is right. really, you know, valuable for it. So It definitely feels like this time of right now is for flowing. And mm-hmm. I spent most of my life flowing. And now I'm like, no. I ref- But it's just funny, like, the people, speaking of relationships and all this, it's like, the people really will come up. Like, I've been reaching out to people that I haven't talked to in years, just like, because when my intuition tells me to talk to someone, like, you go, and these people are like, these people are hardcore, like, never like this before. And they're like, I just like to be like the ocean flowing over a rock right now. I'm like, literally, fuck off with that shit. Like, I just <laughs> want you to validate my feelings of complete insecurity, not tell me how beautiful the flow is. I'm like, I'm trying, I'm just resisting it. And I know that's not the way to go, but it's just funny because everyone, when, you know, the universe well, will is, tell you what you need, no matter what. Well, it's, um, it, it all goes back to, you know, best what is for you. Right, exactly. And because if you listen to other people's advice, and yeah, what is that called? Like toxic positivity, when someone right. is just like, when you're really, really, you know, upset and someone is like, well, what do you think the lesson is for you here right now? And actually, I love that because I have a friend who is like that and she's absolutely no BS and she's all about it. And, you know, I know that, you know, if I if I share with her, she's um, she's always looking to unlock it with me so that we can transform it and move forward. And it's really helpful. But sometimes you really do, just do need um, need to share your story. And and it's OK if what you're sharing is not in full alignment with like right. the way you know we're all right. aware of maybe Perfect the right way, way to say it but if you know but being able to just share it because then you can 
you can pick it apart yourself for yourself. Right. Exactly. Um, and, you know, what you're saying today could be different tomorrow. And it's all due to your own inner reflection. It usually is. Right. <laughs> but that's so true. I know. And now, but I feel like this is almost kind of funny because it's almost like me mirroring, like, because I used to do that to people like, um, excuse me, but like, you're crying. What's the lesson? Like, mm-hmm. actually, if you listen and it's like, I've spent my whole life just like, it's it's not really compassionate. I'm just like, I don't know. I got on this journey and then I stopped having like genuine compassion for people at one point because I just was seeing like, and not like trying to not, but just like seeing it from the higher perspective. Like, well, this is what it's trying to teach you. So just understand this instead of like, you're feeling this and that's a valid and you probably just need someone to talk to right now and not me come at you with my Aquarian fucking force field <laughs> and like knock you down. <laughs> well, it's full circle though, I think. And, and like, you know, when you first start on the path, you want to share it with others and you share what's helped you. Right. And, um, and it is full circle. I thought about it also last night with a friend of mine. Um, he asked me to, um, come hang out for a little while and have a chat. And I hadn't seen him in a while. And I was feeling like, oh, I don't know, the energy's not right. Like, I should stay home. I'm a little bit tired. The computer had this situation. Like, I just had had a day. Right. It was a, it was like a rain monsoon here in Milan. Oh, and, my God. You know, it was just not so good. And I realized I was like 50-50 about going or not. And I know he's been going through a really tough time, and he wanted to chat. And I thought to myself, okay. So, yeah, energy saying it's not so great to, for you necessarily to go. You could stay here and watch, like, a YouTube illumination. Or you could go. So I decided I'm going to go because, you know what, I'm going to do my friend a favor. Forget about the energy. Let's go back to the simple things. I want to do my – he needs me. I'm going to go there and give him a favor. Right, right, yeah. So it's like sometimes you – it's like learn the rules like an artist – or learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. So when you yeah, know I you love know, that saying. I'm gonna steal stuff, steal it. For sure. It's not even mine. Take it. Oh, take Spread it. it around. I love that. Um, That's cool. But it's good because like once you've like learned what's right from wrong, then you can or what's, you know, the correct course of action, which by the way, only you can decide if you're not hurting anybody and it's you know, it's really not it's only for you to decide what makes you feel better to do things. Exactly. Then, I mean, it's your canvas. Make your choices. Right. According to how you feel. And if it's wrong, that's right anyway. Right. It's okay. It's okay. Like, everything is so okay. I know. Um, That's true. And it does. It kind of comes back just to, like, having compassion for yourself, which everything does. Because we are, like, our own worst critics wholeheartedly. Like, we can be like, oh, yeah, with other people. But it's when it comes down to us, it's like or with me at least like I'm so (laughs) and no matter how much I'm I'm just this is my lesson right now have compassion for yourself you crazy girl like just chill out stop pushing yourself over an edge you did not have to dominate the world by the time you were 30 Saturn returns can we just talk about how rough a Saturn return is like I don't wish this upon anybody (laughs) like I truly don't wish this upon anyone but we all go through it so oh yeah God. Well, I mean, I think I ended an engagement right around my Saturn return. So yeah. my whole life flipped over. Sounds I was right. living living on my parents' couch. My contact lens case was in the bookshelf. 
you know, <laughs> with a with a big girl job, I was going back there, and that was my Saturn return. Oh my god, that makes me feel so much better about living in my Good. family's home right now. There you go. There you go. It's very, you're you're on time. You're right. totally on schedule. Everyone, and you're gonna move back home to your parents. Whatever. Well, that's one iteration, I guess you could say. And it's uh, it's a, it's ultimately it's good to be grateful, like at least that you have that that chance to do that, and yeah. you know, and and back to like, I do think it's true for everybody. We all are just tougher on ourselves than we are on others. It's the way that you know our ego is designed. Um, but it's important also not to judge our judgment. I think that's sometimes what can be hard too is when we come, we realize, okay, I did, I'm saying all these horrible things to myself. And then we're like, I shouldn't be saying all these horrible things to myself. And then you're like, why am I saying all these horrible things? And it's like, and then you're like, I'm judging my own judgment and judging <laughs> upon judging. And this is turning into inception. And yeah, it's that's a just vicious like, cycle. <laughs> So it's really good to kind of step outside of that and recognize that you're not the voice that's talking. You're the voice that's listening to, um, you're, you know, you're both of those things are, are impacting you in that moment in your energy field. And, um, and that's, that's beautiful because when you get through it and when you spiral up from this, um, then you're going to have a lot of real compassion for people and the wisdom I think now in um, is kept through people and not just the highest of spiritual leaders. I think every single person in this world is starting to get access to some wisdom and things are shifting and transforming. Oh, sure. And we can everyday regular people who don't even learn this stuff can be extremely healing and possibly even more advanced than some people who are you know, I speaking up at the podium. Sometimes. Now I'm like, oh God, you, where'd you come up with all that wisdom? I've been over here on this journey for like a, a hot minute, long before you, and I'm falling on my ass, like not knowing what I'm doing completely. And you're like, you got it. Like, so you're right. Like, I feel like the world is just, the world is waking up, which is great. I mean, who doesn't want that? Uh, well, <laughs> it's also, you know, exactly like how what you're going through, which I've been through. Yeah. Um, and I go through two. I mean, top of one mountain is bottom of the next. So it's right. always exactly. cycles. It's just a matter of learning how to love yourself even in those cycles. Right. Um, the real goal. right? <laughs> but when people are like, oh, I started lurking into spirituality. I'm like, okay. Welcome. I feel very sorry for you. Very happy. But yeah, like, very I'm happy, so sorry but too. So like, sorry. Welcome that it's not going to be what you think, but enjoy the ride for now. Enjoy your first couple months of, you know, meditative bliss. Wait till the first dark night of the soul, sir. Wait till <laughs> you realize, come. you know, that you can still get a little bit sad from things um, over time because it is cyclical and we do live in a very sometimes dense reality and um, and things will continue to trigger us for more healing and clearing. So um, that is accurate. And of course, the more open you are, the more you feel it. Then you have to set boundaries. Then you can't close yourself off from all the boundaries. And you can't just like put your wall up and be like, I don't want to feel all this things. And then you can't be open. And then you go back through the same cycle. And, you know, until you finally Balance. get out. <laughs> until you get out. Until the boundaries start to get a little easier. Yeah. To say no to. I just had to do a lot of boundaries lately. A lot. Yeah. A lot. And um, 
I think I'm, I've wrapped up, gotten a hang of it for the most part now. That's really good. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm pretty good right now with them, but definitely. I found when I moved to France, I was shocked because I thought I was really good with boundaries, but like, I, apparently, I had just completely just put the shield up. So I wasn't good at okay. boundaries. I was just like, you're good at shutting the door. <laughs> I was just like, no fucking buy. No one's getting in my energetic shield. I'm protecting myself with an iron guard. And then it was like, so instead of like learning how to open and still have boundaries, I just like exploded my openness in this foreign country where I knew nobody and was like a vulnerable little kitten being stomped on the street every day. And I was like, just like I was in just a puddle of tears every hour on the hour. I let the worst energies come and attack me like spiritually, mentally, physically. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we really, um, we didn't learn boundaries then, Layla, did we? We just learned protection without Ooh. letting, like without opening at all. Like there's a balance between being open, being closed, being able to be open with still closing out the bad. Yeah, no. And apparently. So were people just coming to talk to you at inopportune times or what just was like, the... Just like, you know, attracting the types of people that I would never allow in my life, like before, like, I, or right now mm-hmm. or ever, like just types of people I would never think I would be able to like allow in my life again like just toxic 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 relationships manipulation narcissism like the whole cycle I thought I had wrapped up nope it just like came pummeling back to me the second I was like help I'm scared I'm open I'll take anybody just somebody love me because I'm confused and I don't speak this language only a little bit and I moved to a village and I feel under attack so let's just attack me more it was, it was brutal it was <laughs> well it was definitely a you know it was your it was definitely another lesson oh, that you one. know that um, needed to remind you that you could fix so boundaries, that's, that's a good one. Feel pretty strong on them at the very moment right now, but yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's very good to 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 remember that. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, saying no sometimes is the only way to say yes to yourself. Right. Exactly. That's so true. And you have to be able to do that. I mean, obviously, the best case is when everybody could say yes and everybody's all for it, and then we can have a big yes party. But, I love that. You know, whatever that might mean. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds really happy, like, and I'm here for what it. What makes you happy makes me happy. We like the same snacks. We can yes. all watch. Nobody's disagreeing on the show we want to watch, and it's this. raining, and we're happy about it. That's great. And we're but dancing. Sometimes, yeah, why not? And then, you know. All these wonderful serendipitous, like, happy surprises happen that everybody's in agreement of. That um, be truly joyous, so yes. And that's, yeah, the probabilities <laughs> of that are, like, you know, uh, sometimes possible, and sometimes it's good to just, like, step away if it's not a big yes party, and um, and trust, and trust. Yeah. I've said no to some pretty exciting things lately because the energy was saying no, and I was like, but I'm going to meet a celebrity. No, but I'm going to do No, but, but it's, but it's a two hour massage. No. Yes. No. To the okay. two hour massage. Are you kidding? Always. Yes. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, a, it was, it was just not the right day. There was just, you know, and then I've said yes to a lot of other things. Um, and I have to listen. And whenever I do, if I'm choosing myself beyond and above these situations, um, 
something something good comes from it usually. Right. So you know something more more in alignment. That's um, true. Yeah, because if you say yes to everything, you don't have space to accept what's actually for you. Right. Nothing comes through anymore. It's all right. just one big confused funnel of other people's <laughs> yeses. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, so we're in a no brigade right now. We are not saying yes to everything. But even with this podcast, I had to learn how to, like, schedule properly and just not just overload myself. Like, like I had to learn yes, but, like, wait. Wait a few weeks. Like, don't. Because mm-hmm. I was, I just take, I was, like, you know, we as people, we just take on way too much. So, no well, it and alleviates yes. <laughs> anxiety. Also. Right. Like, I mm. feel like, for me, it alleviates anxiety. If I can close if I can pass the ball right Right. like if the ball gets to me and I can just pass it right back so that the onus of responsibility falls on the other person so much better it's a lot more you know it's a lot more peaceful in a way oh my god um but it is hard to to have intention and evaluate that was like I watched Oprah was saying something like this that one of the lessons she learned early on was like before you answer a question or before you take on a particular engagement, what is your intention behind saying yes and behind saying no? And, you know, this is, um, I think I've been on, I don't know, maybe 10 or 11 podcasts at this point. And, you know, initially my intention was like, I got to go talk about this. I got to talk about that. I want to like, you know, get as many people to hear me as possible, the book and, you know, Today, my intention was simply, I just want to celebrate who, you know, who I've become with another person and share my gratitude that we can have this conversation and simply just enjoy what we're going to do without any particular expectation. And and like may what comes through out of my mouth serve somehow what someone needs to hear. Yes. I love that. I know. And, and you if kind I of... didn't feel this way, I wouldn't have come on. I would have, in my latest no per- brigade, I would have said no. <laughs> well, I'm really glad you're in that energy because sometimes, you know, I I never know what to expect with these, but this is the energy I feel like was supposed to come out for everyone. And I like Aww. that you showed up with that because <laughs> sometimes it is. Sometimes, you know, my shows are always different. You know, sometimes we have people who just genuinely want to pump their stuff, which is good. I mean, everyone go buy your her book obviously but you know yeah, like sometimes I feel like the most beneficial my favorite episodes are the ones where I just like it's like we're not on camera we're just talking because I feel like genuinely like that that does sometimes reach people like a lot more just like a genuine conversation because the answer is like getting to the core of things not there's no real topic like other than everything but it's like when people two people are just speaking honestly about their experiences like that's like very I mean I find that helpful versus like showed up like this glad you're like I'm so happy yeah well you know me too I suppose let's talk in a couple of days when I get it all fixed when I get all my data back but I agree um I think so I mean I've I've watched some meditations like where the woman came through and she was had such this amazing presence. And then when she started doing the guided meditation, we started going into so many Hindu laws and, and we just lost the, yeah. the magic, you know, it became so much more about the process and not about the moment right? and enjoying that. And, you know, recognizing that not everything has to be like the next best thing said and just to relax and, and just like be okay 
Yeah. <laughs> Flow. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so. the lesson of the week for all of us, I think. Flow. <laughs> Flow and, you know, and um, what's it called? I mean, prepare, 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 because luck meets preparation. But relax about it. Do your job and then let go, as they say on the towel. Right. Like, don't don't worry so much if you know that you did something right in the good energy. Just let it go and do the next thing and do that and just keep showing up. Um, the only thing we can do and the hardest thing sometimes. <laughs> but we have it's, to. Yeah. It's yeah. the it's the only thing. And when you master that, everything else is good. Because when you're happy with yourself, for the most part, um, you know, things can settle around you in a really nice way. That's true. Um, yeah. We gotta so get back to the all... internal happiness all of us. <laughs> all of us. Well you seem like you're in a good place with yourself right now, so that's good. I'm half I'm, I'm, I'm half working out. on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm working so. I'm working, working so. on it. Yeah. But never say, you know, I think I've also learned to never say that you feel like you've gotten there because that's a big joke from the universe. As soon oh, as yeah, you say that. You get smacked down real hard. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I feel like I've got this. I feel like I can do this pretty well. And then it's like, Oh yeah? You think you had enough lessons? We have an infinity left for you. Oh like, my god. I think that's what happened to me last year. I was like, I did it, you guys! I graduated! <laughs> Careful what you wish for. We're like, no. They're like, yeah. are you ready? I was like, yeah! Bring on the good! Give me all of the lessons in one. And it's so ironic that one tiny village gave you all of this, like, encyclopedic <laughs> The village education. was, like, literally the size of my room, too. Like, I can't... <laughs> They're like, each one was, like, a pillar of one arc, like, arch It topic. was. It was, like, every little building was, like, oh, well, that's one lesson, that's one lesson. <laughs> I swear, I could, like, I could establish each cafe held a different lesson. <laughs> that's pretty cool. You could do something with that. You could make, like, a, some type of a... Like, a, like it, I don't know, like adult children's book or infographic where it's like right. <laughs> the village of lessons, the village, <laughs> the village of universal of lessons. lessons. We'll draw the port. We'll draw. Uh, yeah. And each know, one. Here's here's the lesson of don't abuse yourself. Here's the lesson of overindulgence. Here's the lesson of just <laughs> not saying no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome exactly. to Cassie. Oh, we just called out their village. Well, hi, Cassie. Uh, never okay. come back. Sorry, no. The, the microphone. They call me still. They're like, come back. I'm like, the village? The whole village is on the it, phone. <laughs> I feel like that's how I feel. Like, when I get a call from someone, they're like, and the village says, it's like, it's honestly creepy. It's like, I was talking to my friend the other day, which I use the term friend loosely because they all participated in my complete downfall of well being while I was there. So I, I usually have them in my archive prisoners, but every once in a while I take a call. And every single time, they're just like, and the village is here too. The village misses you. And I'm like, this is so creepy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's fun. But I know how that's how they talk. I mean, my, as I said, my grandma comes from a French village, coincidentally. And I had not been there in four years. And the, because at the time I was working in the U.S. and I had like 15 PTO days. So it was really hard for me to get there to visit. And I was walking down the street, and the, I had been one time to get bread from this bread shop. And the lady was like, we haven't seen you in four years. And I was like, <laughs> how did you know? It's literally been four years. But I was like, I'm like, wow, that's like not a lot happens here, I guess. No, um, nothing 
nothing. So it was like that. It's pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I know village life. It's it is romantic though in your mind. You're like, I could just live in this little village and know my bread lady, you know, but then it happens. And it's well like, you don't oh. even have to stay for long before she no, knows no. you. No. I, I think so. I was well known after like my first week there in the summer <laughs> with whole horde. How did you choose this particular village? Oh, this is I'm a great curious. story. <laughs> so <laughs> not really, but it's a weird story. So I'm walking down the street of California one day and I find this French restaurant and I like fall madly in love with this server man for no reason. Like like weird, like he looks at Just me like, you've been in my dream. And I was like, you've been in my dreams. And it only lasted, this relationship lasted for like the sum of a month. But it was just okay. like so absolutely catastrophically intense. And I was like, I was already sitting there like, I feel like I have to move to Europe. I've always wanted to move to Europe. But I like, of course, I didn't know where to go. I just like, I was feeling the French vibe. And this whole restaurant's from France. And they're all from Marseille. So I was like, okay. And so I asked this guy, I'm like, where do I move? I just want, like, if you could go back to France, because he couldn't, he's like, I miss France, but I have a child, okay. and I fucked my life up because I'm dumb, now I'm attached, Aww. whatever, that's his okay. problem, but, <laughs> so he was like, go to this one village, and, like, literally, that was it, I moved there, like, okay, <laughs> wow. I just, like, wow. on a whim moved there, I was like, that's the one, thank you, sir, for sending me into the demon's den, I'm sure it's <laughs> but, yeah, so that was, like, it, that was it, I was, like, I was sold, I was, like, I need no more answers. This is enough. This is all aligned. Well, maybe it was. Maybe it needed to bring you to this place of, you know, really, really honest and raw, vulnerable, intense transformation. I think so, because I really was like, I was transforming hard, but I was like, not vulnerable about it. I was like, I put myself on a pedestal before. I was like, I don't know. I was just in like this esoteric, weird, like, I don't exist in Earth. It's not good enough for me kind of vibe. Yeah, like, like what's your planet? Where yeah, are like, Turin? <laughs> I'm Pleiadian. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, like I'm from the, the Pleiades. <laughs> like, Andromeda. Yeah. And like, no, it's it's true. And actually, so in my book, I talk about uh, the difference between honesty and vulnerability. And like, basically, like imagine you're with a partner and you finally have sex and it's not so good for one yeah. of you, which is you in this example. Yeah. And so the honest person, when the, when, you know, when it's done, the, you know, the other partner would be like, so how was it? You know? And, and so an honest answer would be, well, you know, it wasn't so good. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so hard to say that. <laughs> Sorry. But like, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't, yeah. you know, Sorry, complete my task. Yeah. And, but the vulnerable response is saying, you know what? I was really nervous. I've been looking forward to being with you. And I feel like that contributed a little bit. And it, you know, for me, I just wasn't able to let go as much as I should have. And, you know, I think perhaps we can try again. And so such a better answer, right? Because you're not putting responsibility on anybody else. You're, you're analyzing yourself in a way that um, helps the other person see where your answer is coming from. And so in that same way, like, it's a silly example, you know, it's obviously like very carnal, but I think when that's where the, the true strength of vulnerability comes from, when you're actually able to assess a situation, as you said, off of the pedestal, where it's mm -hmm. not like, 
oh, well, I'm typically capable of having master orgasmic whatever. Right. And, <laughs> That's you know, where so I was it's your problem. Like, it's the, it's the world's problem. And it's like, right. okay, no, actually, perhaps there are some, like, baseline situations that needed to be readjusted on my end as well. Right. And, like, I'm just going to share this is where I'm at and this is how this all impacted. So it becomes a little bit more approachable. Right, um, and it's yeah, you're right. It's taking the blame off the other person, like because my my when you said this story, my immediate response is like, "Ew, gross! I'm never seeing this person again." <laughs> like, well, there you go. I mean, the, that's but that's, that's honest. Wrong. That's wrong. That's honest. And perhaps you know, most of the time, if we don't have such good chemistry, like it doesn't really like go so far because what distinguishes right. the friendship from a relationship? However. Sometimes, you know, if you really do care about a person, you've gotten to know them intellectually and emotionally and everything is checking out and that one part just didn't work one time, like it's worth it's worth you another know, shot, yeah. Opening up a little bit and just trying to make it like, you know, a vulnerable place where, you know, both people can jump back from it. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I love that. And I do feel like I mean, I do feel like that's like, common, almost, like, okay, so, like, in modern-day relationships, because nobody knows how to, like, not be toxic anymore, even, like, the not-toxic people don't know how to be, and I feel like, I feel like that does actually happen a lot, because I know, like, some of the people I've loved the most in my life and connected with so much, like, intellectually, spiritually, like, but when it comes down to, like, that, like, the physical intimacy, it's, like, we almost look at each other like, but we're like best friends. How do we bridge this gap? Because usually we just are intimate with people we don't like in this way. So it's mm. like, and then you do, you like kind of freak out and like, well, this ruined everything. But like really in retrospect, it probably would have worked fine, but everybody just freaks out sometimes. Well, that's the ultimate that. place that is intimacy. Intimacy is right. being able to be with someone that you feel that way about and then having that right. conversation and getting through that conversation and realizing that nobody died from it. <laughs> and you know everybody's good it's easier said than done it um, is. and I think it's ruined every good rela- relationship I almost had in my life because one of us mostly them <laughs> but you can be that person now yeah you can yeah. be that person and then they have a choice to meet you there or not right exactly. but at least you give them a choice yeah instead of just quieting out and being like well that didn't work I'm an right. Irish exit but <laughs> You know, but it's all happens in, you know, the way it should. So everything works the way it's supposed to. I agree. But I love that. That whole your book just already. I, I still have to order your book. It's in my cart. I haven't ordered it yet. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know what you think. I will. I know. I I think I was I was going to download it on my Kindle, but I couldn't find my Kindle. So I'm just going to get a paperback. <laughs> it should be. Um, It talks about all this stuff. So I'm 37 and a half now. And uh, I have dated a lot and I have dated a lot prior to getting into spirituality, which, you know, a lot of the misguided relationships came from and some of the stories that I learned from happened. And then when you go into spirituality, it's still really, really human to date because you could be super happy in yourself, in your own house. But, you know, relationships pull out other insecurities that we wouldn't have normally unsurfaced if we were just only with ourselves. So, you know, it goes into all of that part as well, all the way up to um, commitment. And then that's where I jump off because I have never been married. So I cannot speak for that (laughs) at this present moment. (laughs) I'm with you there. That's why we both have to jump off. But you're right, because like, I mean, spirit, like, 
you know, it's almost, I mean, I've, I've never even known like a nice, healthy relationship other than mm. with like friends and stuff, whatever. That's, that's okay. I will, but you're right. Like when it comes to spirituality and then dating, it does, it humanizes like all these things that like, you're like, oh my God, vulnerability. Oh my God. <laughs> like, it's like, here's scary. my theory. I've got to apply my lessons. But then it's, it, then it gets weird too, because then it's like, who do you date? Do you date a person who's also on a spiritual path? And then you become like, kind of like, you know, then it gets all weird and like, you're projecting and like, right. I feel like your energy is like, you know, and then it's <laughs> energy like, is off and your toxic, okay. toxic like, femininity is not working for me today. Yeah, exactly. Can we please like have like a powwow and chat about, I mean, it's, um, or do you go with a person who is just like, you know, in a, in their own life and like living their job and not really aware of any of this. And then it's like, then you have to you stop so yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to stop yourself from being like, you know, look within. I feel like you have this block and like, you know, this is happening with your, you know, and then it's just a matter of balancing all these things eventually with the right person. Right. You don't need to worry about it. We'll be balanced between that. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like (laughs) dating is such an anomaly to me at this point. I'm like, I literally don't know. Like, I've tried. I don't know. A little bit. Not really. I haven't tried that hard. But you know, I've entertained some souls in the last year. And um, 10 out of 10 made me never want to date again. Like, Okay. okay. Those damn Italian men, like, you spend one night with the fucker and he's on the phone with his mother at your door bringing pasta and a wedding ring the next day. I'm like, oh, Lord, I can't. Well, that sounds very rare, actually. (laughs) Really? You must have had had quite a charm. (laughs) I think I do. That's interesting. So that was, like, the not spiritual side of me in France was just attracting all these Italian men who wanted to marry me with, like, Mama's lasagna after the first day and my... my fear of commitment is like never talk to me again and then like the other side well this is why you were attracting it yeah it's uh (laughs) they i mean whenever for that specific type of person who probably also has something you know unbalanced on their side if they're resonating with you saying no 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 in the back of your mind and they're just trying to fill in that void by saying yes 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 yeah give me the little pasta and yeah yeah, please just leave it on the doorstep next to all the others. <laughs> like, but you're right, because I was so pushing, like, commitment is gross and scary that I was attracting, like, marry me. I thought, I've never yeah. gotten proposed to so many times in my life. It's the last wow. year. Like, I literally can count at least, like, 15 marriage proposals, 10 of which were probably serious. Wow. And, like, it was a lot. Like, that's a lot for that's me. That's a lot for a lifetime. I forget a about a year. year. That's a lot in general. I don't think I've had that many in my whole life. And I think, like, I went into it because I think I went into it, like, because I didn't think at first I could get paper. I did get paperwork all by myself. Of course, I dropped the ball and didn't renew my visa, but it's fine. I'll just apply for a new one. Sorry, France. Don't hate me when I come back for one. I just had I had to escape, okay? I was in I was in this vibe. I was in a space. I had to go. But so, like, at first I was like, I need to get married for paperwork. So I did put that out there at first. <laughs> Which, like, literally just, like, attracted so many just, like, codependent, like, weird fucking, like, jealous, like, I will possess you relationships. And then I was like, okay, I don't want to get married anymore. Yeah. Taking it back. My, my paperwork, and it still kept happening. So I was like, all right, well, I guess that's my fear of commitment shining through here. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you definitely brought some interesting results for yourself. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> one day I'll reflect upon this year in its entirety and just be like, what? Because I forgot about that till we were talking. So there's a lot. But yeah. Wow. We brought up some stuff. Like like you said, it was a village of just lessons. And lessons. Like how well, can one build? The oh. definition of a microcosm to the macrocosm. Like, it sounds <laughs> like you got all of your lessons in this little microcosm. Really? I mean, I've never heard of such a concentrated amount of lessons in one specific place. It was shocking. I mean, it's good because now I don't have to, like, hate the rest of the country. It's just like, I don't even hate the village. But it's like, okay, I just never want to go back to this one little pocket. I would would say your time there, your lessons are. I think think we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it. (laughs) We'll try a bigger place next time. Yeah, but in general, like, I actually have this sensation that this was really good for you. I I I think so. It's going to be really good now. I mean, how much? Now you can only go up. You can only go up, but, like, goddamn, if I thought I'd be at 30, like, after 12, because I left home when I was 18. Like, if I thought 30 years old would be the first time since leaving home that I would be like, mommy, (laughs) like, literally, like, mama. I have no problem. I have no money. I have no. I ran out of baguettes. I'm eating while I was in France. I'm eating my last scoop of gelato. Aww. You're good, though. It's all perfect. It's like, ah, oh, it's. You, you got so much from that. And the, the courage that it takes to go to a town like that and just. I don't know how you did it. I mean, I just. <laughs> It's absolutely, it's like, what is it? Like, it's like you eat, pray, loved, but you just, whatever part of it it was, you just stayed for the whole year instead of taking off and going to Asia and, like, moving out. Most people really don't last that long in such a situation. I can't believe it. I think because part of me knew, like, if you leave, you're going to learn this. So I think part, like, part of me definitely knew that I had to, like, that I did not want to go through these lessons again. So I think like part of me was just like, you're fucking staying, girl. And yeah, I get don't them care. All. <laughs> yeah, like you're doing it. This is it. And I was like, oh, do I have to? But, you know, part of me knew that like I would never really like get to where I wanted to be at within myself if I didn't just like go through it. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, but <laughs> of course now we're just looking for clarity because I have no way, like now that I fell so hard, like I'm just like, I don't even know. I don't even know. All my stuff lives in France in a storage locker. Like, I don't even have my instruments or my clothes. Like, <laughs> Aww. Well, it's just time to integrate. It's time right. to integrate yeah. and take, you know, take a lot of uh, naps. <laughs> <laughs> take a lot of naps and take minerals because that helps with, like, you oh know. Oh, my God. Yeah. I all the things. Am. Yeah. Minerals yeah. are really good for getting all those spiritual insights into your body. You know, everyone should try my water mix. I went to this yoga retreat in Tennessee and I was just perpetually dehydrated and I was having all these like physical ailments. And like, I thought I was having mm. like heart attacks and dying, but really I was just dehydrated. So, okay. lady, yeah, and it, but I was like really genuinely scared. Like my health was not okay. And like, I just wasn't hydrating. I was never hydrated and I just didn't know how to like fix myself. So it's at this yoga retreat. This lady has me mixed now. Half a tablespoon of, like, fine sea salt, half a tablespoon of, like, the new salt, the Baleen French stuff, and okay. then, like, a tablespoon of cream de tartare and, like, a squeeze of lime juice because it has, like, potassium. All these uh-huh. things have, like, potassium, like, sodium and all these minerals that I'm not getting, like, normally. And okay. since then, like, I've been fine. 
Wow, that's lovely. <laughs> that's lovely. Yeah, it's all it's the minerals are really good. It really helps because um, when you're going through some transformation, right? You need you need that help. You need to right. hydrate. You need to get it through your body. I don't think any of us know how mineral deficient we usually are, though. Either I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Magnesium, I guess I heard is a big one. Oh yeah, magnesium. I have the liquid magnesium. It tastes like total garbage though, and I can't get it out. But it's so good for you. So good. I for don't me. know why, but they. I don't say, know either. That's what they say. <laughs> I know. My mom's like, buy the pills, but the lady had me buy the like liquid, and I'm like, okay, I'm trying. I'm like, the liquid tastes literally just like garbage. Like it is the worst fucking thing I've ever put in my mouth. So um, thanks for reminding me I need to keep drinking it, but it's just so gross. It's just so it's bad. It's good. Just imagine it going through you and transforming all of your cells and giving you okay, happiness from inside. Yes, cell transformation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very enlightening conversation. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else I can answer? I'm, I don't know. You told me I'm doing fine. I just need a nap so I feel better about myself. I would say so. I mean, listen, the rest of it, you're your own healer. So Yeah, that's true. The rest of it is all about what you think works for you and continue to do that. And just, I, wish I think I it's as simple as saying no and yes repeatedly yeah, in, so. in the way that resonates and going into your heart and just understanding yeah. when, you know, when you're doing what intention is behind that answer. That's. I like that. That I could use. To I'll take that. I'll take like, what is my no? Why am I saying no? Because I'm choosing myself. Why am I choosing myself? Because I feel that I would get more from this situation. Why am I saying yes? Because I feel like this is going to help me grow. I like where this is going. It feels really energized. And then the problem is when you get to the maybes, and then you're like, what? how do I say yes or no? But then you go into your intention again, and you say, what would happen if I said no? And what would happen if I said yes? And you just keep on going, and then you get faster at it. Because once you get in a flow, then you don't have time to think so much. And that's true. And then it gets really yeah. I need less really time okay. to think. No more thinking. <laughs> feel yeah. More, feel more think feeling. less to the world yeah. too. Feel more think less. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, when you're thinking, you're not connected, and when you're connected, you're not thinking. So true. My brain is like a riotous, crazy person. It just never turns off. So. <laughs> well, there are some meditations, and um, yeah. I do have I have I have three free guided meditations on my website that oh, um, that I put together. Um, I'm gonna do them on my you know during my COVID uh, exploration. I meditation really helped me get out of my own head. And so I'm writing more and more, and I'm putting a project together for making more of them available. But for now, there's three that are on my website for free, and I'll send okay. you the link if you yeah, want. Send me the link, so and I'll put it with the podcast too. So, it's, so yeah, they should be fun. They're about um, some general topics like perspective and self acceptance and being the solution. And um, uh, yeah, I like the I like that. I need to be the solution. Yeah, and they're super. They're super. I think. Um, different than other ones I would say in the sense that they're not like you know there's a white light and uh, there's a there's a pony with a stick on its head tromping through the meadow in a eating grass through the portal fun too I can be fun I I can't focus on shit like that I'm like I don't see the fucking pony I see a river (laughs) and my pony is a squirrel and that's information that's so interesting 
Every single time I have to do like a visual like that, I'm like, no, I am not at a house. I'm at a lake. <laughs> well, who's to say you can change it? I do that all the time. I mean, really, like you're so in charge. You know, you're in charge of your world and your visions and your meditations and your creations and your insights and your messages. So true. And maybe, you know, in those cases, like it's important for you to show yourself that you can do it and not visualize the pony and the rainbow. I don't see the pony and I never see a rainbow. I never see the pony. I don't love ponies. Oh, that's okay. Like Maybe something happened to you with a pony in the past. I got thrown story. off of one. Well, there we go. It's not even a soul story. It's a real one. And then I think I had, like, a pet pony or something, and it died. So. Oh, that's really... Or maybe really... it was a donkey. I don't know. Like okay, well, baby. both of these things are very tragic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now I laugh at them, but... <laughs> well, that's fine, too. It's good to be able to... But... It, it, Serious things are very funny, and funny things are very serious. I know. (laughs) 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 Well, yeah, so we can find your meditations, your book, and everything on your website, yes? Yes, they should be all there, holyshiver.com, and um, I'll send you the links. Get free meditations is the link for the meditations. Get free meditations, and get that unpeeled banana. And it's hyphenated, though. A a new banana is unpeel yourself. I just... Butchered your title. <laughs> Unpeel your <laughs> banana. I called it. Well, you know. That would only apply to half the population, so I had to be more general. <laughs> you know, I had to make it more accessible to I, I all like all biological yeah, compositions. Yeah, we have to be all inclusive. <laughs> well, of course, it applies. Yeah. Even though we all have, and this is where the key lies in balancing our feminine and masculine, we all should do that. That's the most important thing. And we have both. We have both people. We do. We do. I heard this is, I don't even know if this is true. This is going to be so weird sounding, but I think it was interesting. Someone told me in Atlantis, people had both parts too, and they would just select who they would use on which. And it was like that level of like, yeah, I don't know if this is true. I haven't been able to Google validate it because it doesn't exist. But you know, interestingly so that's so interesting i want to i want to find out about that now because i'm obsessed with atlantis anyway so that's okay fascinating. i heard that you know but i think ultimately um and then i was on bumble because i still fre- frequent that app and there was a person on bumble who put on his status and it was like i believe the solution to all of the world's problems are to integrate the feminine into our brain and i was I like agree true i mean it's very interesting because you know of course i said also the masculine it depends on the person it's whatever you need to have an imbalance with but um but i basically swiped on him specifically for for writing that yeah i would (laughs) have too i would have been like instant like i wasn't even attracted but i was like what you said is just i have to connect with you yeah well unfortunately he doesn't live here so he was like one of those people that visits the city and wants to get a drink for the night Uh, so i was like all right well i'm not gonna do that but i'm gonna i'm gonna thank you for for sharing that insight and thank you for putting it out into the field it's so true because if the the men in charge just took a little bit more of that feminine wisdom compassion and intuition then maybe our world wouldn't be such a clusterfuck of hatred abuse and toxic masculinity yeah, and also if we just found the beauty in them, in that, right. um, in receiving and giving and manifesting and 
um, right. and receiving would be exactly. just receiving like so much more balanced. Giving, because mm-hmm. the world surely likes to take. <laughs> yeah. Not the What's world, the opposite of opposite? Is the opposite of opposite. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I just my friend asked me last night. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm don't like know. I have to really like the opposite of opposite is non-opposite. Like, I'm, do they cancel each other out and make it like? I a don't new- know. Like, this is not even a spiritual question. <laughs> any of your philosophical. listeners have an answer, <laughs> I'll put it in the poll at the end. What's the op- What is uh, the question? They let me put a Q and A. What is the opposite of opposite? I don't fucking know. Like, exactly. neutral. That sounds very philosophical. Where are my philosophers at? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I need to know. I call myself a philosopher. It's a lie. <laughs> well, that's very philosophical to say. Thank you. <laughs> that's what a philosopher would say. <laughs> that's what I'm pointing. <laughs> and it would be like this really long explanation as to yeah. why. I, I do do that. I have whole like stories about the philosophy of shit that I just don't understand, and then like, well, you're you know. probably channeling them. Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. While my writing is channeled, super. Yeah, I've got to finish my next two books. So, yep. <laughs> if you need any help, I'm here. Just let me know. I'm happy to help you out. I need someone to tell my brain to fucking work. That's what I need to do. <laughs> yeah, or you could remember that the step before the next step, if you keep thinking that, is your computer getting water on it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. So just, so take just a nap let your that. brain be. Just let take the brain nap. be. Take a nap. Just take let it nap. absorb and let it, you know, just take it all in. Yeah, or maybe just hire someone to go and to my Google Drive for me and get all the poems and tell me what book they go into because there's like eight thousand and then I then the universe won't punish my laptop. And also, I can nap while that happens. <laughs> yeah, delegate any low-income tasks. Right. I need an assistant. Anyone want to be my assistant? Call me. <laughs> I have no money to pay you, though. Yeah, well, there can be other exchanges. <laughs> I don't mean it in a perverted way. I just mean, um, you know, sometimes people come and are sent to you to help you out. So Yeah, we're calling them in. We need it. Well, yeah, so thanks for coming. Yeah! Thank you for like this It's been amazing. Swimming I'm so, what a pleasant <laughs> little break from life. I know. This has really rejuvenated me today. So, And it's 11-11 here. Woo! <gasps> Yay! Yay! I, I don't know. That time. It's like later in Italy, I think. Right? Yeah, it's 5-11. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget where it's behind. Your That's head. Okay. It's okay. You're it's okay. Future. What is time? I'm nothing. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for coming. Everyone go buy her book. And and listen to the meditations. And yeah, thanks for listening to the Layla Show. Bisou, bisou, ciao. The Layla Show. <laughs>